Papa. You take one week off, and everything goes to shit. Yeah, that's how it be. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what happens when you trust some other jackass to do your podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> just, oh, just boy. Like it's kind of a train wreck. It's kind of like misguided. It, you know, not, it never stays on topic, and then it's like, it's almost over, you know? Well, this is almost over. You can salvage this, and Jordan's just like, my high school had a race war. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you guys do when I was gone? I don't know. It's just... it got, that episode got a little dicey. I'm not going to lie. I had to, <laughs> I had to do some crafty editing a couple parts oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was, uh, you guys are fun. You guys are good. But, uh. I was like, "What am I listening to?" <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and I was like, "I was not." There we go. <laughs> I was not prepared for there to be. I was like fully prepared. I'm like, "All right, Lucas is gonna show up, and we're just gonna <clears throat> talk about video games for like an hour, and that's, right. that'll be the podcast." And then then Jordan's there too, and you know that's fine and all. Jordan's great and whatnot, but it's just like my I had mentally prepared to like half ass and just yeah. talk about video games, and it's like, okay, I guess we're talking about other things <laughs> and like i was like i watched this movie and then i realized oh i've already i already had a whole conversation with lucas about this movie the other day before i knew he was going to be on the podcast mm. so now i don't really know what to say about right it. yeah yeah i definitely i was like what do i name this episode i was like i'll just name it total train wreck because well, you didn't want to call it race war no i, I think that would be uh, a little too too much on the nose you know mm. so <laughs> we yeah. had to we have to get the audience to come back in somehow somehow so. Yeah, but that episode got like 14 plays on the first day or something like that, so not too bad, but... Not bad. Hey, well, I'm back. Welcome myself here. Welcome. To the It Would Be Nice podcast. It Would Be Nice. Let's think of the Strange Films podcast for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good to be back, man. I've had the last, like, rough hell of two weeks here. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, dude. When, When... the kid gets sick, that's hell. But then when the kid gives you the sickness and you're down with the sickness, disturbed, you're fucking in the <laughs> in the wrong Would you say would you say that your stomach was like feeling bad and you went, ooh wah <clears throat> I was like <clears throat> Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. No, I was seriously down for like two days. Normally I, I can like if I get sick, it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm achy, and I can I still get my shit done or do whatever I got to do. But I was, like, down for the count for, like, two full fucking days. I watched Creed 1 and 2 back-to-back. Yeah. Who does that? I did. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it was just rough days. And then, like, Augie was feeling better when I was feeling like shit. And then now I feel better, but Augie feels like shit again. So it's, like, it's just never-ending. It's, it's a cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle of... <clears throat> fuckery it's like uh i don't know in my experience it has been like when you know people who have kids it's just always like oh yep they're out sick again because one of them is sick and then yeah. the other one got sick and then it just rotates all in the house and then yeah and then like it it comes up different ways or whatever so yeah it's just been a rough couple weeks there so. you always you always think look at like how sick little kids get and you think about like how why you're like oh now i understand why like infant mortality was so high back in the old days because like back then they're like baby sick why don't we jam this ear of corn in his ear or something you know (laughs) they they didn't they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what they were doing and then the baby died and they'd be like all right well that's why we have 10 of these yeah yeah well i I was trying to imagine the other day uh because augie was just sitting there being all pitiful and and i was being pitiful and i was like imagining like cavemen and i was like what would they do when they're humans are sick and i'm just like they can't do anything so they're just gonna let that exactly what you said it's just like they're gonna die or <laughs> get through it or whatever like now it's just like yeah we can take him to the doctor if he's really feeling that bad but i always have to wonder too like if you're a caveman like you're not being exposed to nearly as much stuff as like modern humans are because mm. you don't have stuff being shipped from all over the world and true yeah you know you you order your new package and you open it up and air from thailand just comes out and yeah i never thought about that not i don't know i mean i ain't no cavemanologist yeah that's i I saw those geico commercials that's the extent of my knowledge (laughs) you remember when they tried to make that into an actual show the geico caveman nah they seriously tried that for like a couple of episodes well i didn't know that it's like i don't okay i can't imagine that being any 
fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of is the reason that you don't remember it is because yeah. I remember seeing a promo for it being like that's never going to happen and yeah. never hearing anything about it again until I saw people on the internet say, "Hey, remember that time they tried to make that into a thing?" Hmm. Yeah, that is uh, interesting. I always like discovering long lost uh projects that never saw the light of day, you know. Oh, I still yeah. want that Superman Nick Cage movie. It's always fun to like <laughs> look into those and one of my favorite ones is finding out like pick a famous movie and like find out what actors looked at that movie and said no nah, i don't want to be in that mm, yeah yeah do you have any examples because i don't have any not off the top of my head because it's like i know there's like <laughs> i know that happens though yeah yeah i know that's, I know that's it's always thing. like someone who's like a big actor anyway turns down a movie that probably would have maybe not have even made them as big as they are mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah um I don't know. I, I remember reading about it recently, but I forget who it was. I also, it's a morning cast, folks. And uh, I'm yeah, here my we coffee are right now. Yeah, uh, John's on his first cup. I'm on my second because I we had to shift some things around this morning, but we're we're happy to be back. Yeah, and doing it. Happy. Yep, we're so, almost at 700 streams of so you uh, meant episodes for a second. <laughs> and I'm like, no fucking way. Has it been two years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. You're fucking high, August. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Uh, so, no, we're. Uh, I was just. I was looking at the stats. I was like, ah, oh, we're we're the moving quite along. Moving it's along, nice, pretty it's, nice. It's probably people click on us. They see that we actually did more than three episodes. Yeah, and we still put out episodes. They're like, yeah, I'll I'll fuck with this. I started a Twitter account. Yeah, I saw with, that. Uh, it would be nice. Old Twitter twatter. Yeah, I'm trying to be all. You know, I can. I'd say whatever on there just because it's, it's like snarky. Yeah, yeah. it's a. Uh, Get that snarky looking dog, Dr. Seuss dog looking logo. So. I've often considered making an alternate Twitter account just so I can be completely unfiltered. It's nice. It, yeah. Because I, I kind of do that with strange films. Like, not really like to an extent, but I can, like, now that I tweet more on um, strange films and my other Twitter, my personal Twitter account, my strange films Twitter has grown quite a bit. Uh, with followers and interactions than my uh, my personal account ever did, and it's just yeah. because like I just I just tweet whatever and and I talk about whatever, and I've just been able to gain some uh, interaction through that. But it's nice like not having my name on it, you know. It's just kind of like yeah, there we go. So I yeah yeah, it's it's a fun fun time. Yeah, I've I've definitely like talked mad shit and then deleted it because I'm like eh, not not like I necessarily care what people think, but it's like I mean I'm I'm working on a project that has like. It's like publicly announced. People are on it, and like I don't, I don't want a bunch of people to be like, go to my profile and be like, look at this fucking loser. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I've always wanted to do like a troll account, but I was like, I'm not that mean. I just like, but it, part of me always wants to play the villain somewhere, so I just kind of want to be like, oh yeah, you know, I like, mean, have a villainous friend account. Of, friend of mine from improv. I really want to like ask her more about this because I don't know if she was just kind of like just joking around, but she said. Yeah, my favorite thing back when I had a Twitter was cyberbullying my elected representatives. Oh my god! And I'm like, yeah, that's how you. That's what you do. That's what you. That's do. what you do with the internet. You don't use it to post memes. You use it to tell famous people that you've never, you'll never get a chance to speak to you to be like, hey, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or you could say, hey, you rule, and they say, hey, you rule back. But mm-hmm. you know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately about how you know the brain just kind of like it wants to find negativity. Oh yeah, it's of just course. like. When I sit down on the computer, it's like I could, I don't know, I could look up news about like sustainable communities and good news and things I like being produced. But instead, I click on that politics tab and I'm like, what bad laws passed? What bad things have mm. happened? I got to read up. My brain needs it. And yeah, like once you acknowledge that and then you keep doing it, you're like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like your brain is some strange child who just wants to get into trouble and you have to tell like, it to stop. Morbid curiosity. Because it's, it's like, like, dude, do you want me to be lying awake at night thinking about all the horrible news I've read today? Or do you just want to, like, look at videos of dogs? Yeah. It's like. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. So I try to avoid all that stuff. I, I, I honestly have been doing a really good job of just like not looking at the news anymore. Um it's unless like, some like major headline ends up coming in my feed. Oh dude, that's what but, that's always what happens. I always shut it off and yeah. then something happens where I'm like, Well, I wanna know about this. I wanna know about this because sometimes a single headline just doesn't do it justice. Well, I mean it's like I definitely wanna know if like rockets are on our way on the oh, way. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I wanna know if something I need to be aware about. <laughs> like there's a lot of shit. I'm like, I don't care. It's just too much i've got too much other shit going on on my desk right now so fair enough the pod must go on pod must go on it's what the people want it's what that's what they want it's clearly they want. 700 streams yeah 700. we're doing okay doing um, okay all right what's new man it's been a while i feel like i haven't seen you in like three weeks or something yeah i think it kind of has been that it's like i didn't i mean neither of us went to the the, the fellowship of the wings yes um and we haven't recorded a podcast in a while. And that's, I mean, that happens. That happens. It happens. Um, I mean, I'll, we'll get to like properly hang out tonight, so that'll be nice. I'm very much looking forward to that. That'll be nice. Yeah. And for the the people who are not aware of our circle of friends, we uh, we have a good friend, Joe Castelline. He was in He Comes to Kill. He's coming out uh, in the the Gifted movie that I'm making. He plays Father Gifted. Father Gifted. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, doing an acoustic set tonight at the old corner lounge. Where so we isn't his band like isn't kind of like it's got that, that the gimmick of we play we play songs written by women? Yeah, I I saw that. Um, I don't know if it's his band though. I think it's like a buddies of his band yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I mean like that. I'm pretty sure like what you said. That's that's I'm their a, thing. It's like gimmicks can, like that can like work, but I, they're also just kind of funny when they exist. It's like I think they're like bluegrass too or something. That's I like that. I like that. That's a nice I like spin. It. It's just gonna be fun. Um, to but see like what's going on. I always think of the band in uh in Step Brothers. Like we only play eighties Billy Joel songs. Oh yeah, and they're like play something from the stranger. He's like we strictly play eighties Joel, sir. It's just it's it's some something I've learned in improv. Yeah. It's like spe- being as specific as possible is really funny. Like you know like. Can of soup, not funny. Can of Campbell's cream of mushroom soup, that's funny. That's better. Much it's better. like the more specific you get, the more it's like, why is it so specific? Why yeah. is it so specific? It's yeah, it's good. Have you heard of the uh, the band Max Sabbath? I think I have. Dude, yeah. I've seen them live. Really? Oh my! They oh, uh, Max Driver opened it for them, uh, like 2018 or something oh, wow. like that. Motherfucker, dude, that was the one of the funnest shows I've been. I was able to take photos for them and everything too, uh, just because I was on the the list. But it was like they, yeah, it's just Black Sabbath, like like McDonald theme songs. That's and, crazy, and they're all like fucking puppets and and dressed up, and it's so fucking gnarly, I, dude. That it's kind of a lot of fun. that kind of theming has to come about when you like a group of musicians is probably like okay, we just really like playing these covers. Yeah. But we can't just be another cover band. Right, yeah. You know. We gotta have an original take on this. I saw, I keep seeing, uh, there's a there's a Red Hot Chili's, red, what, that band. Red, red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili peppers. peppers. Yeah, I don't know why I said Red Hot Chili's <laughs> and then stopped. You just stopped. Like, it was like, like what is it? This is, red, ha- red Hot Tamales? This, red is, Hot this is low coffee, Jono. Maybe you'll get <laughs> caffeinated, Jono, by the end of the episode. But it's they're a cover band. I think they're playing here in Knoxville, but they're called the Red Not Chili Peppers. And it's like, uh, come uh, on. Yeah. People are going to see the poster. They're going to see it like... They're gonna not notice that that's right. an N when they get when they look at it, and like no one's gonna look at the the concourse and actually think the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. are coming. But it's enough for them to be like, oh, oh, uh-huh. yeah. They had a Blink One Eighty Two cover band come through uh, a few years ago that me and Tyler saw, and they were really fucking good. But I can't remember their name. They had a they had a clever name, Wink Ninety One, something like that. <laughs> Blink One Eighty Who. <laughs> uh, but no, there's a couple of bands like that. Like there's a Green Day cover band it's called Basket Case or something like that. Yeah, uh, if you're gonna be a cover band, you gotta like <clears throat> change it to something where it's like no one's gonna actually think you're the real band. Yeah, right. There's a Metallica cover band that. Um, I saw over at uh, Days of the Dead last year, and they were fucking killer too. But um, they had, yeah, they, I can't remember all these fucking names now. But yeah, no, it's it, you got to have a, I think, original spin on it and whatnot. But yeah, that Max Sabbath band, and I think what's fun about those kinds of bands, they're they're a lot of them. Max Sabbath, especially, is from like I don't know Germany or something. They're like from oh, overseas. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, bands over there, are like, yeah, let's go to America because we're going to be super popular. You know, like. So it's uh 
Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good time. Um, what do Americans like? They like McDonald's. They like McDonald's. Let's let's do mm-hmm. let's do that. Yeah, but but yeah, I'm excited to see Joe tonight. I watched a live stream of him uh, play playing one night, and I was like, I was sitting there, a little stone, drinking a glass of wine, and I was like, whoa, dude, this guy is so fucking good. Like he's so fucking talented, and and he's just a lot of fun. So I'm really excited to watch him play live tonight. It'll, It'll be, be good. It'll be good. It'll be, be good. good. Yeah, so so I don't really have an it would be nice per se. I mean, I've already bitched about a few things, <clears throat> like like how it would be nice if my morning congestion would would cool it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm um, still dealing with the so I don't, crud. I don't. We run into this problem every now and then where it's like got something to bitch about, but it's like I don't know how to phrase it as an it would be nice. Hmm. But yeah. Like, let me just get started, and maybe I'll come up with one later. Yeah. I've realized I feel like I've got two little two little sides in my brain. Mm-hmm. One side wants to stay in my air conditioned room and play video games and watch movies, watch YouTube, work on little projects on the computer or what have you. And the other half of me wants to be a hermit and live without technology and just walk around the woods and read books and make crafts and like just chill with people <clears throat> what 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 world is there where you can be in the woods and crafting yeah that, exactly that's why I'm, that's why that's why we have a podcast where we bitch about life because i just want to live in the woods and make crafts but you know we can't do that for well, for, bro- for reasons we've established well brother there's a if you go off the the 640 over here I've, I've seen in the woods a bunch of tents with homeless people so i'm sure you can they'll they'll allow you in their tribe <laughs> I'm talking about something a little more, a little more organized, a little more sustainable. No, you just got to be their pack leader, dude. You nah. can, you can organize the, make it your own government. And everything. But like, it's just there's so many times where it's like it's a beautiful day outside, and it's just like I wish I had lived like in the woods, and I could just mm. go on a little stroll and like get my exercise <laughs> in and head back and read a book. And but instead, it's like, what if, what if I played through this video game a fourth time? What if I sat down and I scrolled through Netflix for 20 minutes before starting a movie and then backing out five minutes in because I don't really feel like watching something anyway. It's just, I don't know. It feels like, feels like there's an entire world out there of stuff to like explore, but like we choose the easy option of, ah, ah, every time. And it's like, and I understand there's, it's, it's not just that we choose it. It's that life's fucking hard and it's not, it's, it's legitimately so much easier to just come home and, spend the money on your TV and your bill and turn on your mm-hmm. whatever and watch it and play your game or whatever that it is to get in a car and drive out and yeah you know well this is a theme a question or a conversation I've been kind of bringing up again with some people and um you know because I think generally yes like you said life is fucking hard uh life is a cruel joke but it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. um but people, and, and, and with that being said, people are too comfortable with, like you said, just coming home, plopping on the couch, playing a video game or watching TV or whatever it is, because it's hard to get motivated to do something that is outside of the comfort zone of your home or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's hard to get up and say, I'm going to go to the gym today, or it's hard to be motivated enough to be like, I got to go you know check this place out or or you know go over here and do something with this you know thing or whatever it is like being productive in those kinds of ways or seeking an aspiration that you have you know it, it, those things are hard but you, it's like you know because for me it's like it sucks to do everything <laughs> like on a daily basis but it's like i have to so it's like I just force myself to say, all right, I got to do this shitty thing today. And, and even though if I don't want to, but I know I'm trying to reach to this next place where I'm trying to get to. And, um, you know, it's, it is just easier to be comfortable. And, and I do fall into the, the realm of like having that hard, hard day. You are like, I don't fucking want to do anything, even if it, I need to, it's like, I, I'm going to sit here and try to just take it easy. But I don't know, man, got to find that balance sometimes. It's, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's less even about like, motivation to work versus wanting to relax it's more like why are my methods of relaxation just scrolling through the internet and just doing the same shit when it's just like i just i don't know it's like it's a thing of like 
you know, I've spent a lot of, I mean, I'm not going to act like I've been a, a little hermit staying inside all my life, but it's like, sometimes you just, you, you hang out with someone who, you know, they mountain bike for a hobby or they go hiking a lot or they go camping a lot. And it's like, you don't necessarily think, wow, they seem so much more happy, but you just think like, you know, you show up and it's like, people talk about their hiking trips and I'm like, um, well, I beat, um, I beat the, the minecart section mm. in Resident <laughs> Evil 4 without taking damage. And it's just like, you know, you, like, yeah, I'm not going to act like I don't have cool experiences to talk about, but it's just one of those things of like, I don't know. I just, no, I get that. I, I want to sure. form some like solid experiences. So I feel like I've lived a little bit more and just, I don't know. Like I, I love, I love me some video games. I love watching good movies, but like sometimes I look at pictures of just the world and I'm like, I just, I just want to go there. I just yeah. want to see that. No, I understand that. I can relate to that too, because it, it's tough even like, you know, for me being a parent and always pretty much having to be home because the kid's, you know, so young, it's still, it's like, I can take him out. I can do things like that, but he has an attention span of a squirrel, so it's like fucking, you know, you go somewhere and 20 minutes later he's kicking and screaming because he wants to crawl under a table or run down a, you know, fucking chemical spill hallway or something like that. You gotta, you gotta, you can't do that, son. And he was like, ah! so you gotta take him out, you know. But so you can only have like these micro sessions of, uh, you know, experiences with your kid if he's like being behaved. So, but like I envy like, our good buddy Blake, for example, because he does a lot of like biking and hiking and traveling. Like he'll go on road trips or he'll do like whatever he wants. And because that's like his thing, that's like, he captures his own Zen, his own motivation, inspiration, and all these things that sometimes Blake does wake up and just decides I'm going to spend all day watching art house movies. Yeah. I mean, but that's his thing. Like he does, he, he's a hermit crab in his own ways. Uh, but then there's those some days where he's like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to drive three hours away to go on this five-hour hike and hang out up there and write for two hours and then make my way back. And it's like, bravo, Blake. I, I think that's pretty fucking cool because he's been and done a lot of cool things. And he, he does have like that, oh, I go on a bike ride all the time. And I love that. You know, like I don't get to do that. And Well, and then I think the biggest issue, too, is like, you know, those people who, like you, don't really have that option there's people like Blake who have that option to take it. And there's people like me who I ha have that option, but for some reason I, I don't jump for it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just, you know, that's such an adjustment too. It's like, I mean, I mentioned mountain biking. Motherfucker. I can barely ride a bike period. <laughs> like I think about if you, you, you like watch videos of people mountain biking and I'm just like, wow, if I had not made that split second decision, I'd be at the bottom of, a, of the mountain yeah. in a crumpled hump of just broken bones Those videos of flesh. Give me anxiety, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not saying I want to jump straight to mountain biking. It's just, I don't know. There's sometimes when, you know, you know, when you're a kid and you're, you're just, you just want to watch movies and play video games and you're, you're, the old people are like, well, when you get older, you'll want to do other stuff and you'll be like, fuck you, old man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be playing video games until I'm 80. And then like. There's inevitably going to be a day where you look out the window and you're like, I just want to like sit by a creek. I just want to yeah. like go like sit on a rock and just listen to the birds or something like that. You start to crave that simpler life. Yeah, I mean, I remember being a kid. Just me and me and the neighborhood homies would just get on the bikes and fucking you know cycle all around the neighborhoods, go exploring other neighborhoods and everything. A lot of nature. So we we found caverns and we'd fucking you know go hike at random places just yeah sit in nature fucking go walk across an intersection or like a highway intersection to get to McDonald's just to eat there and yeah. walk back it's like just you know just fun random shit and you know you're just kind of exploring the world but you're very you know you're not really like doing serious shit you're just goofing off and having fun and you know obviously it's when you're 30 years old, you can't really do that. But you're, mm -hmm. but that mindset of just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go out and I just want to take the day and explore, you know, nature or go explore what this part of town looks like instead or something like that. You know, that's that's a real thing. And I, I miss doing a lot of that stuff. Well, um, I think a lot of it, too, is like, you know, you think about when people actually they get their money, they get the good job and they start to build their house the way they really want it to mm -hmm. be. And, you know, everyone everyone has their thing they do. Like, some people go all in on, I'm going to get a grill and a smoker and do all this. Some people go all in on the man cave or the mm -hmm. home theater or something. And I think what I want is I want, like, I just want a way to, like, really balance, like, my desire to be a couch potato and just play video games and watch movies. But I also want to, like, have 
like a full nice backyard with a garden where I can do <clears throat> yard work and sit out and read and just be out there and just so I, I don't know I think I think I'm just kind of tired of like being in uh being cooped up in the apartment I mean I know I can get out and do things but it's just it'd be nice if I had the option to like have a little backyard where I could mm. get out and yeah. do things a little differently but uh yeah I get that I get that it's but good. you know all the all the houses have to go to uh dudes who cold call and say hey can i buy your house oh dude i just got that message again the other day hey you're still interested in selling your house i was like i never thousand i never yeah exactly it's like i never was interested in the first place but here I, i'll make you an offer uh speaking of uh yards and being a homeowner uh it would be nice if mother nature was a little bit more kinder you know because <laughs> because uh all right so i mowed the yard yesterday which You've seen my yard. It's fucking huge. And yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, so I had a riding lawnmower and everything, and it's a it's a whole ordeal. It took me an hour. It took me almost two hours to get the whole thing done from the backyard, side yard, front yard, and weedy. Um, but I love it because um, I love that yard because it's we have kind of like a wildlife sanctuary in in, in my house. I've got uh, families of ducks uh, and geese and stuff like that. They're always they're always around. I, yesterday, as I was mowing, Mama Duck walked about four or five little tiny ducklings just all the way down my yard, and then started hanging out in the the creek in the backyard. We got a creek back there, so that's they're always around. We got plenty of birds, uh, possums, and groundhogs, and uh, just like all kinds of stuff. We've found snakes there, obviously from uh, old Lucas. But the biggest, one of the other biggest. Uh, or amount of animals that are always living in my area are bunnies. Mm-hmm. Bunnies, dude. I see bunnies all the time. So, in my sick haze of a week, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, I let Bandit out in the front yard, and he's like at this tree. It's at nighttime. It's like eleven o'clock too. And I just hit my vape pen, so I was kind of like, "Get in here!" And I was like, and uh, so I go out. He's like at this tree, and he's just like making a fit and i'm like what are you doing what and i so i, I wrote, run, run over there and i'm like what's going on and he's just like digging at something and i'm like move i'm like get out of here and i move him and i see a big patch of fur and i oh, go no. oh no and i'm like what is that and it it was like like it moved and i go oh shit so i was like move and i was like what is it Cause i couldn't tell it was dark and i had my phone and i was trying to see what it was and it's just big patch of fur with a lot of like uh weeds and grass and stuff I moved it all. I found a little nest of baby bunnies, mm. like three little baby bunnies, and they're all alive. They're all good, and they're all just like. Burr, burr, burr. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I was like, "Bet it, get the hell out of here!" So I put it back together, put the nest back together, um, looked up some stuff on Google to see, you know, what exactly like to do and this and that. Apparently, uh, bunnies, the parents, they they or the mama will check on it like pretty much like twice a day, like dusk and dawn and stuff, and. And they just, they make that nest. And even if you mess with it, uh, as long as you put the stuff back, it's not going to abandon the nest or anything. So for the whole week, or about four or five days, I was out there making sure that nest was good. Like, I didn't want to make sure, I wanted to make sure Bandit wasn't getting into it. Nothing was taken care of. It was going to rain. I built a little roof over it, you know. Like, I just wanted to make sure it was good. And then I woke up the mor- one of the next mornings after that. And Bandit, I see, is out in the yard, and he's like, he's got something in his mouth. Oh, no. And I'm like, get the fuck out, go, 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 go. And I run out there, and sure enough, and I, and I don't think Bandit was the culprit because I kept a really good eye on him the entire week. But we left our gate open, so I'm thinking maybe something got in. But either way, I saw the dead bunnies oh, no. in the yard, one fully intact that Bandit was trying to play with. And then the other was ripped in half. And I was, oh, no. it, yeah, it was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. It was fucking heartbreaking. Cause I felt like they were like kind of my own, you know, for the week. I was like trying to make sure they were good. And then sure enough, fucking something happened and mother nature took its course and dead bunnies in my yard. So I had to clean up the corpses, clean up the crime scene. And then, um, and all that, I was very sad for a few days there, but yeah, it'll fuck you up. About two days ago, I found another nest. Oh, boy. And it's a much secure, much better place, secure. And I checked, and it stormed last night, 
and I was like, oh my god, I kept thinking about the bunnies. I went out this morning, checked on them, and they're all in there, all good. So I was like, okay, so I got an old nest of bunnies in the yard, but man, that's stressful, dude. I'm like, I don't want to know about that because now I'm like really emotional and sensitive towards the bunnies. Dude, it's crazy how like, like I, I've never had a pet, but like if you get me involved with an animal in any way, I'll like get very emotionally invested, even when it's something I don't like, like. One like uh, when I moved in my apartment, there were glue traps just already here. Mm-hmm. And one night, one a mouse got stuck in one of them, Aww. and it was squeaking, and it was like struggling in it. And it's like I didn't know what to do. And I ended up just having to like kind of like wrap it up and take it out Aww. and whatnot. Because I was like, "How do I make this humane?" They're like, "You wrap it up in a bag and you smash it with like something." And I'm like, "I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Like, I know that's the more humane option. I cannot bring myself to do that." And it's just like, even though it's like, I don't want a fucking mouse in my house. I'm like, I don't want to sit here and listen to it suffering. Like, yeah. if I'm going to put traps out, it's going to be the stuff that's going to be like, all right, you're dead. Like, So I, I, you just had to do the option of letting it yeah, die on bas- its own basically, alone in a bag. Basically. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, it's the, uh, it's the choice of like, do I actively, it's, I mean, it's, it's the trolley problem. It's like the thing was yeah. going to die anyway. Do I just get it out of here so I don't have to look at it? Or do I put it out of its misery and it's just like okay uh, I mean, you're fucked either way but yeah pretty much it's just like <laughs> i mean i don't think i could crush a mouse either but yeah. it's just but it is like okay i guess i'm just gonna let you it's one of those things it's one of those things that would make a good skit of like uh, like a bunch of people in a room like what do we do and like everyone is like well the humane thing would be to like smash it and they're like all right do it and they're like uh, it's like the it's like the joker moment when they got the two trolley. Oh yeah, is that what you're saying? The two trolley, or no, no, the boats, whatever. Though. Boats, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they- there's the there's the classic trolley problem of like philosophy discourse. Of, oh like, yeah, yeah. Like like oh, there's five people on this track. There's one person on the other track, but like when you pull the lever, that's when you take action, and now you are responsible uh, for that okay. one person's death. And there's all sorts of variations yeah. of the trolley problem to test people's ethics. But uh, it is like it's 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 funny. I don't like, know what I would do. I don't know. Well, that's the thing is, it's just like you know. I don't really think about animals in my day-to-day living, but, like, any opportunity that comes up where it's, like, an animal's in danger or, mm-hmm. like, like I, I accidentally hit a possum several months ago. Mm. Like, motherfucker just darted out, like, after it was too, like, yeah. right in that split second where it's, like, if I had hit the brake as soon as he entered my vision, it would have been fine, but that's not how human brains work, and it's just, like, felt like shit for, like, three oh, hours sure. after that. And it's Lucas like, hit a cat, like, a few weeks back. Oh, God. Yeah, that would fuck me up. Yeah. I love cats. Well, it's... It's, Jesus, my one of my biggest nightmares is like hitting like an animal that belongs to someone. Oh God, yeah. And it's just, I, I like sometimes I'll just be backing out of my driveway and like my anxiety will be like, what if a toddler just runs out, <clears throat> just runs out right there? And, yeah, that's 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 always really scary for me too, especially now I got a kid. I'm always fucking nervous with people around my car, kids and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, no animals are. Uh, I'm not a huge, I mean, like, I love animals to death. I'm not, like, I'm not someone who goes out of my way to be, like, a human, an animals activist or anything like that. Yeah, but, I, but I'm so sensitive to the fact of animals suffering or hurting or anything like that, pets or wildlife or whatever. So it's like, when I saw those bunnies, I just, ah, God, it just killed me. And it's always like, I feel like, you know, like, like, yeah, obviously you don't have to be like an animal rights activist, but I feel like that's a good like moral compass indicator. Yeah. When, like it's like you meet someone new. It's almost like you want to like throw them into a scenario like that, like that. <laughs> yeah. Just to be like, how's this person going to act? Because it's like if they if they're like, eh, who cares? They're yeah. Gonna be like, I don't know if I want to hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That I don't is, know. It is good. Uh, let's, let, me, let me make a movie about that. Just <laughs> more moral compass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that kind of sounds like something out of black mirror of just like what if we set up a series of tests where people showed up and you just you get put in this scenario and we're like let's see how you respond and see if you're yeah if you're legit i mean we kind of do that on like a small scale when we meet people you know sometimes we just throw out a little something and we see like what's your uh what's your opinion on this what's your uh how you feeling about this true that like i don't know like 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 what if what if you're on a podcast and someone just mentions that there was a race war at a high school like <laughs> no like well I don't even want to get into that <laughs> it's fine it's, it's all good but oh my god uh yeah something like that so well I still love that idea about the comedy movie we wanted to do where 
<laughs> we won't talk about it on the on the podcast, but it's like the guy is blatantly racist and he thinks nothing's wrong. And everyone's like, "Whoa, dude, what the fuck?" That's uh, yeah, that's uh. Oh yeah, now I remember. You remember what I'm talking <laughs> about? Remembering that idea, yeah, and like a. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into specifics in the podcast, yeah. but I just want to say this out loud. But like he, like everyone forgives him, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna take off yeah, my dude, jacket." And that's the best. It's yeah. like a whole movie's worth of like redemption, fixing um, things, and then and then and you're like, "Maybe we were wrong about you." Sorry, and he's like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> you know the the song by the Lonely Island? I just had sex. Oh yeah. There's that scene. I think she might have been a racist, and it's just like the hook, the clan hood is just sitting <laughs> on her table, and he's like, "Doesn't matter." Had sex. Just, oh man. Yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> oh man oh man oh man well, yeah, i didn't i didn't do shit like the past week like um i mean i've uh like i've I've kind of i've reached the point of like i gotta find something else to play because i'm kind of getting tired of uh resident not, 4 i mean i've you, you i beat it i beat it twice and then i got like a third of the way through it and then i got enough money to buy the infinite <laughs> rocket launcher so now it's just like i just go into a room and i'm like pew 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 and then it's just like all right done and yeah. it's like that was kind of the goal is get that so if I ever want to like pick up the game and play it again I can use that to Fuck skip yeah. to skip the sections that are like I don't want to fight this fucking right. guy but uh I don't know um I bought I haven't played it yet but I bought Disco Elysium uh big game that got a lot of buzz uh for being really unique in that it's it's more of a book hmm. it's it's a uh like it's a it's a, a like bird's eye view role playing game where you're a detective and I'm going to do a really poor job selling it because I haven't actually played it, but, like, you have these voices in your head, mm-hmm. and the voices in your head are, like, your skill checks, like, in Fallout, mm-hmm. where you, like, use science or speech or something, and you have to, you're also a detective, and you have to solve a murder, and it's got full narration, and I've heard so many people say, like, it's, like, extremely well written, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's... Resident Evil 4, an absolute roller coaster of action and shooting and kicking and knives and blowing shit up and blowing heads off, and it's, like... Maybe I kind of want something that's like the polar opposite of that, and just want to like sit back and relax with that. So I uh, I bought that, and that's um that's when my <laughs> bank was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna is this is this is this legit?" Oh that's, yeah, that's what triggered that, and it was like that's what triggered last week's mm. podcast. But I haven't played it yet. Um, I watched a movie. What movie did you watch? It was a it was a it was a an okay okay kind of good rom com on Netflix called Always Be My Maybe. Always be my maybe. I don't yeah, know it's uh, it's got a uh, Randall Park and uh, Ali Wong. Uh, it's it was it was solid. It's I finished it and I'm like, man, that just kind of hit the spot of like a rom com. Just mm-hmm. like it's got all the cliches you want. It's got it's, it's kind of I love a good rom com. It's cozy. It's got like it's got the friends of the yeah. main characters that are like, ah, you're funny. And uh, I mean, there's not much to sell it on. It's um, the the main dude is like some burnt out struggling musician who uh runs a hip-hop group and uh <laughs> it's it's kind of funny and then like uh his uh childhood best friend who there there's there's sexual tension there's romantic mm. tension there she's a uh, like a famous chef and everything and it's it's just kind of neat seeing the dynamics and it's it had some pretty solid jokes and uh you know what i really like about it that so many rom-coms, I feel like these days, try to stay away from like the tropes. They're like, oh, we got to be unique and different. This one has a big speech. This one has a scene where he shows up in public and gives a big speech about why he loves her. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's the dumbest shit in the world. That never works. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. It's just... I just... I don't something about... I love the big speech. I love getting to public or, some, or in the rain. Just, this is why... Yeah, I've got issues. Yeah, you've got issues. But I love it. Yeah, I love it's, it's you. just there's something so yeah. satisfying about it because it's like, especially when it's like all the stuff is set up beforehand of like their disagreements and their tensions and yeah. stuff and whatever. I mean, I'm not going to this isn't like one of the best rom coms I've ever seen, but it was just like it's one of those things where I'm like, I just need something that's going to hit the spot. And like, I feel like sometimes those movies that aren't doing anything new, but are just like, we know what you like. Yeah, we know what you like. We're going to. You, you, like you pull up an action movie and it's like it's gonna have slow mo. It's gonna have a scene uh-huh. where he doesn't look at the explosion. It's gonna have this gripping side character that's gonna have a tragic death. It's like sometimes you just want all those tropes, all those cliches, yeah. and yeah. just like just just get it down there. And and then you got you know art house movies that come out and like like I'm still trying to find a time to see the new Ari Aster movie. But I'm very afraid. excited to see that. And it's like 
I don't know what I'm going to fucking get into with that yeah. shit. Because uh, Ari Oster, you know, like, every time I've gone to see one of his movies, I feel like he owes me an apology yeah, as soon as I get out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean that in a good way, by the way. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm very excited to see that, too. I don't know when I'll be able to, but... Um, a lot of good stuff. The Evil Dead Rise came out, man. I'm yeah. Fucking, I want to see it so fucking bad. I've heard it's fucking great. Yeah. It's, it looks it's fucking like, gnarly, too. It's, I feel like I feel like me with like a lot of movies when they come out is it's like I feel like I'll see the trailers and I'll just completely, my brain will block out when they're actually coming out. Yeah. And then they'll come out and people will talk about seeing them and my brain still won't process that it's out yeah. in the screening. And I think a lot of it just has to do with like, I mean, it's different wherever you live because like back when I lived in Kingsport or around there, the issue my mom specifically had is she would like hear about more artsy movies. And if she wanted to see them had to go all the way down to Regal downtown mm. West. Cause that's where you saw the quote unquote art house movies. And, and now it's like, you got the stuff you can see anywhere. Mm-hmm. You've got the stuff you can see at downtown West and you've got the even more underground stuff that only shows at like central cinema yeah. for a little bit. And it's like, as far as I know, Central Cinema is the only place showing uh, Bo is Afraid for a little while. Yeah, and it's probably. Like, probably an early release, but it's just, it's a thing, too, of, like, which theater is showing what, and when do their schedules align with things, mm. and whatnot, and sometimes I feel, sometimes I feel weird, because I'm like, I haven't, I haven't gone to see a movie this year. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, man, I can... I never get to see movies anymore in theaters, which is a bummer. But you know, you, you like you said, you're you're gonna go see a movie today, and I was like, man, that sounds just fucking nice on huh? a nice if, Saturday afternoon. Was, I've been like playing, and I'm like, I gotta I gotta find something I actually want to watch yeah. and just go do this for once because it's like, ah, oh, that'll be good. Sounds nice. Um, I feel like I was gonna ask you about. Oh yeah, you watched uh, you, you watched the old Terrifier too. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched it last night, dude. Have you seen the second one? I've not seen the second one. I've I'm you watched the first one. Though, not a, which not, you, a, not a huge fan of it, but I like I appreciate like the craft. Yeah, so I you know I was like because it came out on Amazon Prime and I was kind of tempted to tr- try to rewatch the first one before I watched the second one because I kind of wanted a refresh of like the style and the aesthetics and everything. Um, but I did really really love the first one when i watched it so i i still give it all that praise so i i was like all right well let's watch the second one i i just kind of did it on a whim it was like nine o'clock and i was like eh, that movie's long too it's two hours yeah i was like fuck i was like but i just i was just in the mood to watch something and i and i didn't want to think about it i just knew i wanted to watch it so i just was like go for it um yeah i watched it last night overall pretty good a little too long i yeah don't like the two hour mark i think you got to keep it that hour and a half. 90 minutes is perfect. But in the, in the plot is very, like, interesting. It, it's like... The look on your face is, like, inter- it, the interesting seems like it seems like more of a... Uh, it just kind of goes in, like, a more of, like... I mean, not that it's not already, like, a fantasy kind of, like, uh, you know, supernatural element to it. But there, it, it just kind of goes in a direction where, um, like, the first one, in terms of simplicity... It feels like, you know... It takes place, like, on a block. Yeah, and it's very simple. It's pretty much you're just seeing, like, who the fuck is this Arthur Clown guy, and he's just, like, a maniac, and he's he's running around killing everybody and and whatnot. This one is, like, Ark gets resurrected, and he ends up having, like, this kind of, like, imaginary friend character, but these characters also can be seen by this brother and sister who their dad had visions of him or something like that and was hmm. drawing pictures of him and the, and like their destiny and the drawings and stuff like that. So it kind of fulfills like this whole arc of what they're all connected somehow. And uh, you know, it's kind of like a heaven hell kind of, de- it's just all these weird kind of themes, you know, going on. One of on. those things of like, when I watch a slasher movie, it's like, there's the thing of like, I usually only expect there to be a plot to exist to explain why 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 guy with knife is in place killing that's yeah. usually all i really want and sometimes when it tries to go beyond that it can either be like oh that's neat or uh, come it on. just in the thing about it since it was two hours long it kind of felt like a, a good 30 40 minutes of it was just like dragging you know mm-hmm. i was kind of like okay i get it let's just keep moving you know and um it wasn't bad like i still you know i enjoyed it but i will say Holy shit! Like the first one's pretty gory, like fucking yeah. killer. 
This one, oh god, it's gore fest. I've heard it's like brutal. A, a vague explanation of like one particular kill that just it's like it's it sounds really drawn out. Like it sounds like they were you're just like and then and then this and then yes. this and then this and it's like I would much rather come up like i've not seen it so i can't judge it but like from that description it's like that seems a bit much and i don't mean a bit much as in i'm a little pussy who can't handle gore it's like i would rather you have a kill that lasts five seconds that is the coolest shit i've ever seen than have like a two minute long drawn out like fucked up if it's the one i'm thinking of it definitely was very very drawn out i've heard it involves bleach oh yeah yeah that's it dude (laughs) well and the thing is it got because it gets ridiculous and it's also that kill made me feel squeamish. Like, I don't get squeamish normally in movies, but I, I started feeling a little squeamish by the end of it. I was like, oh, I was like, because it just, it's like after one after another, like just this mutilation of this corpse. And, but the thing is, the fucking cheesy thing about it was she was like still alive oh during God. the entire thing. And it's like, uh, like that part, again, it was a little too drawn out, and it just gets gnarlier and gnarlier and gnarlier, and holy fuck, I, I was like, oh my god. And then, you ever think of this, like, like sometimes, like, I remember when I was younger, when I was watching, like, if I'd see a horror movie, or, you know, see images of a horror movie, and, you know, when, when there's a lot of blood involved and stuff like that on the characters or anywhere, yeah. it kind of just, it's jarring, you're kind of like, oh, I don't, like... It makes me feel like odd, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to see that too much of that. And you know, in horror movies, obviously we expect the blood, but like, there's so much fucking blood in this movie. It's like pretty much every frame, besides the Jeez. characters just talking, is just bloody corpses from head to toe, and then the brutality of like smashing the corpses. And it's just like you just kind of, oh, that's the Keller palette, you know. It's kind of just like that. Kind of become just, numb to it. Yes, it's, it's you're like, like kind of numb to it. It's like it, it's just part of the movie now. And, like there's something to say about like going into excess when it comes to gore, when it comes to movies like Terrifier and like you know like Evil Dead Two and stuff like that. But it's like you got to have some kind of contrast. Like you got to have scenes of normal shit happening and people yeah. not being mutilated to kind of make you be like, oh shit, someone's gonna get mutilated. It's been a while. Yeah, and they do that in the movie. Like it definitely bounces back to like you know the normalcy of like the conversations of what's with these characters. But then like. Again, it's just like, and then you, it kind of, once the k- killings start happening, it's just red the entire time. And then you just get numb to it. You're like, oh, this is, this is how he always looks. This is how they always look, you know? Mm. But, um, overall, uh, give it like a 7.5, I think, 7.5 out of 10. Like, it was, it was good. It definitely feels like a midnight movie. Like, you, yeah. Like, I would, I probably would have had a lot more fun in a theater with people watching it because art is still really funny to watch. And yeah. also, he, and it, it, and also, what I really love about the Terrifier movie is with Damien Leone's like direction and style. It just looks and feels indie. You it know, does, it, it just does. I really like looks, that. feels indie, gritty. Like, it looks like something that we could probably make, but we just had like having that budget of like production you know behind it you know because it's nothing like crazy as far as shots go or anything like that it's just it's real indie gritty and i love the color palette the color yeah the color palette's like so stark and distinct and there's like there's times in the i've not seen the second but there's times in the original movie where i think it looks kind of a bit much like a bit like they could have tweaked it a little bit but for the most part it's just like i like how distinct and strong it is yeah It it feels almost like you're going through like a haunted house ride with how like distinct it is i mean that's like i think about I mean, first first shot I ever lit for He Comes to Kill, I'm just like, giant red and blue lights. That's yeah. just what I immediately went for. I was like, fuck it, just do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, I like, I love all the aesthetics and um, the direction and everything. I think it's a cool franchise. It definitely sets up for a third one. I oh, think yeah. he even confirmed that he's writing the third one. So, um. Got the money for there's it. There's that, yeah, of course. So, there's that, um. A little bit too much, I think, on my end. As far like I'd, I'd, I think I'd rather watch the first one. Yeah, ten times more. But I'm glad I was able to finally watch it. It was on my list for a long time. So watch that. Uh, like I said, I watched Creed one and so, two. I've only Creed. I've heard great things about it. I'm sure it's good. Um, I've only ever seen the first Rocky movie, and that was oh, like really nine, that was like nine years ago, and it's like. 
like I really do want to watch Creed. I don't. I I know like not all the Rocky movies are great, but like should I should I watch more Rocky before I watch? Do you Creed? like Rocky? I really liked the first one. Okay. I just don't know because I know like the more it goes on, the it becomes less character study drama about his struggle and more about I'm gonna fight this Russian guy because America, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some of that going on it definitely like the fifth one by the end of the fifth one you know i've heard the fifth one's like where it's like okay you can stop there right yeah the first three are great um and then like four and five get there but like overall as a franchise it's fucking great uh rocky's always a lot of fun i will say if you watch creed you don't you wouldn't have to watch all the Rocky movies, you but I will need... say you would like you would be missing out on some of the plot points that happen between all the Rocky movies. And I can probably like put two and two together. Of course, with context clues like Creed is Apollo Creed's son. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. And, yeah, so and Apollo Creed plays a huge role in Rocky's life in one, two, and 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 even as the franchise goes on. But Creed two is the result of Apollo Creed getting fucking killed in the ring from I think was a Rocky four or five or other Russian is and and that Russian guy comes back in Creed 2 with his son so oh, it's wow. like Apollo Creed's son versus the Russian guy's son and it's just a rematch of that Rocky's in both of those I haven't seen Creed 3 uh, I didn't I know he's not in that one but I will say if you're gonna watch Rocky like the franchise is great you, you, you I would watch it if you want but watch Rocky Balboa which is the sixth one yeah dude that's my Besides the first one, that's my other favorite, dude. That I, that's that's where he's like old as shit. It's old, dude. He's old, and but the thing is, it hits all the fucking feels because he's like he's older. Adrian's you know dead, and and he's just like this lonely like he's like he's just tired. He doesn't want to do anything, and and Polly, which is his best friend, he's like just a prick, and he's sad. Everyone's sad and whatnot, but then like you know he they they put a matchup of uh, Rocky versus one of the new young top of the tier boxers and they're like they think rocky would win and that, that guy calls him out and he's like there's no way that old man beat my ass da, 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 da. Oh, and rock and everyone's like rocky you should fight him and he's like i can't fight him. you think i'm crazy you know? but <laughs> and, but he ends up training to fight and it's like his son is like you can't do this and da, da, da. but he gives one of the best fucking speeches that motivates me to this day is just like you got when you get hit you gotta take those hits and get up and but man i'm telling you it it's a heart tugging experience very very motivational inspirational everything i i love rocky balboa one of my fucking favorite movies and um yeah that was good and so creed the first one's fantastic love it i think overall it's very very good creed 2 it's kind of like you know, it's, every franchise has to have that story arc where the hero falls and then rises. Yeah, you know? darker middle chapter. Yeah, this was that movie, and it's just the just the middle. It's just all right. Come on, let's let's get up. Let's get back up. Have so you, uh, you you have any familiarity with the? Uh, I was just thinking of other Stallone stuff. Rambo. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen. That's actually a franchise I haven't watched. I've only seen the first one. I've seen which the first is like, one completely different because it's like the all the rest of the movies are like big muscular man shows up with machine gun and kills everyone yeah and that first one is like a veteran shows up to some small town and gets harassed and no one understands what ptsd is Uh and he just has like a mental breakdown and ends up like it ends up being a crisis and it's a fucking great movie yeah but it's just like how do you take that and then be like give him a big machine gun and have him kill everyone (laughs) yeah it's it's gnarly and yeah he that got like five movies they just put the last one out last blood yeah and i the other day um, I saw it on YouTube TV, and I was like, I was this close to watching it because I was because I just got done watching Rocky and Creed, and I was like, I kind of want to see some more Stallone. And I was it's like, like I, I I'm curious about that franchise just because it's like I kind of want to watch it of just like a there's a part of my you know animal brain that's just like I just want to watch a big jacked dude shoot a bunch mm-hmm. of people with a machine gun. Yeah, and the, but then like ninety percent <clears throat> of the time I'm like I want something with a little more depth than that. Yeah. <laughs> I hear those ones, the last couple get just, like, gnarlier, too, like, as far as, like, the kills and stuff like that, too. It's pretty brutal, but... Yeah. Yeah, but it's just Rocky in the same tone with a machine gun this time <laughs> and a headband. 
<laughs> yeah. So, when are they gonna make a Rocky Rambo crossover? Oh, dude! Could yeah. you imagine like Rocky shows up and he just starts beating the shit out of dudes? <laughs> he gets in the, in the ring in the jungle, and then like he like punches them, and they go flying up, and then Rambo just like gets a machine gun and like shoots them like they're shooting like clay pigeons in the uh-huh. air or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a, it's a crossover that needs to happen. Yeah, let's do it, Stallone. So. Seriously, um, I know the SYP boys talked about the Blue Ruin movie. Blue Ru- did yeah, you see yeah. that movie? I've yeah, a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I think that's uh, heard you say that you did. It's I watched a, it. I watched it. and I was like, holy shit! This it's one like the best movies I've seen in a long time. I mean, I've talked to you about like he comes to kill too, and how I kind of like I like the idea of like some guy who doesn't know what he's doing being out for revenge. Yeah, and it's like that movie. Yeah, that exactly, movie. It's yeah. just like all that's, the scenes in that movie where the guy's just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> man. It was it had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, whoa, this is it was just it was very 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 good. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. So. Um, yeah, I think that's all the movies I watched, though. I yeah, just, I, um... Kicking back. I attempted to watch a movie the other night. I, it's been a while since I've seen Lost in Translation. I'm like, I really oh, want to watch that. And what I, a great movie. I pull it up and, like, get four minutes in, and then it starts, like, buffering. And I'm like, what? And I check, and my internet's just completely down, mm. and it stayed down for the rest of the night. Ah. So I just had to turn it off, and I I literally sat at my computer, and I, like, pull up games, and I'd play games for, like, 20 minutes, and I'd be like, is the, is the internet back? And yeah. It's like, no. That's a great movie. That's a uh, takes you some places in that movie. Japan, specifically. yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's, at first time I watched it was the only time I watched it. Like a couple years back, Blake, I think Blake let me borrow it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I was very impressed by it. Yeah, it's, I've been, uh, I've not watched many movies the past month or so, and it's, I mean, I mean, Resident Evil Four has occupied that, and it's just like I mm-hmm. need to, I want to get back on that train. It's just, I really, I feel like. There's so many like art house movies that are like intriguing to me that I really want to watch that I just cannot get myself around to sitting down and watching. Yeah. It's just it's a lot of it is it's that um it's that okay, this is three hours long. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and it's like that's hard for me. That's quadruple is hard for you yeah and it's, it's, and it's, it's like it's fucking tough. what sucks is like so many of those movies being like i bet when i finish this i'm gonna be like that was fucking incredible yeah. because like when you when a filmmaker is like all right i need to take three hours to tell this story like you know they're not gonna fuck around and tell you some half-ass shit right yeah but it's i don't know i don't know i'll get around to it eventually i'll try to gonna try to gonna, gonna go see that can you see that movie that'll probably put me on a watch list for seeing it today and then I'm going to see the Ari Oster one whenever I get a chance and then uh I need to need to tackle that old backlog need to jump on watch some Criterion collection mm. stuff watch mm-hmm. some of those older foreign films and I don't know yeah it's a it's a whole task at hand I'm trying to do better at least watching them couple movies a week because i just think it helps me not only relax but kind of gives me some inspiration you know behind my own writing and filmmaking and stuff like that so um we gotta get the syp boys here and uh watch like everybody wants some or oh dude yeah just one, of the, one of those a classics, fun movies something like that like i know we've already watched that with like blake and the boys but it's like that's just i just it deserves I feel a rewatch like everybody wants some is a movie that it's like when you meet your boys and yeah. i mean i'm sure women can enjoy this movie too but it is such like a you get a few bros and you hang out and watch yeah. that movie it just feels you right you just have a good time hang out and that 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 movie is definitely a good fun movie uh, to do so. Yeah, we need to do that. I know they're on our asses about the SYP uh, the crossover. crossover. Yeah. We already fucking we've done it like we halfway. Much like, it's like pretty much done separately in all these episodes. We just haven't <laughs> like, we just haven't gotten us all together. All four. Well, of us then together. I always forget about the fact that it's like no 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 no. We need to do the it would be nice SYP crossover and yeah. the SYP it would be nice crossover. Yeah. It's like oh so like six hours of straight podcasting. Like it literally would be like a four hour fucking podcast here, just like just yeah. chilling and talking. That's shit. Uh, that's something. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. We don't, we don't even have that much to talk about. You saw what a train wreck it was when it was just me, George. Jesus and Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that I was like 20 minutes in you guys holy fuck we're only 20 minutes <laughs> like, I was like you're like oh my god and they're like come on what do we talk about here <laughs> and Jordan's just like why do you have salt in your bathroom like, yeah, I, guess we're, I guess that's what we're talking about now I know he comes in he's like getting on your personal business with your bathroom <laughs> It's like the Doritos thing. It's like, it's a trash can. It doesn't matter that it's in the bathroom. It well, was the nearest trash the can best, at the time. The best thing was, you're like, well, to be honest, I was wanting to eat the Doritos all the way to the bathroom, and then I threw away the bag. And <laughs> like, oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, well, 
Now it's gone for one episode, guys. But nah, it's that. and we did it. We'll see. Well, yeah. See, now it's like we we just we we probably have another hour of content in us, and we're at time. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, we're got a couple minutes here left. Let's yeah. see. All right. Well, that was that's fun. I'm glad. I'm glad we're back at it. Um, gotta gotta get back on this thing and uh, back on the back on the horse. Back on the horse and full steam ahead. Um, gotta. Got a fun event coming up. Yeah. Yeah. June 17th. If you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, join us at the old Central Cinema, and we're going to be doing a whole live podcast presented by Strange Films, and we're going to be having some special guests, a few film screenings, uh, some stand-up comedy, trivia, giveaways, all that co- all that good stuff. It's called the Strange Films Fest Extravaganza, and uh, you might get a little... Uh, um, I was trying to think of the fucking uh, what, oh what what the cameo 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 from it would be nice I don't know why we're I, on cameo now, we're on by cameo the way. yeah buy us just... <laughs> we're uh, uh three hundred dollars you can get a thirty second clip of us saying it'd be fucking nice <laughs> pay uh pay fifty dollars and I'll I'll tell you why Henry Ford was a bastard <laughs> yeah exactly uh no nah, uh, we're gonna have a good time I think we'll just it's gonna be a giant mashup of content creators and can you imagine like you did like a walk-on part and like a sitcom like 30 years ago and you like you still get residual checks and it's just like ah, it's not that much money and then you like find out cameo exists and you're like you mean i can say that one line i oh, said 30 years know, ago right? and rake in like an extra couple hundred bucks a month that'd be nice that like, would be nice yeah it's it's always like crazy when you think about like I mean, I, I only recently found out, like, the soup Nazi from Seinfeld has a cameo. And it's like, of course oh, you do. Geez. You have one iconic line. Yeah. And you just make that your career. Be, the funny thing is when, like, people, like, have cameos and then, like, the people who request them are just, like, get so into, like, memes and, like, being like, can you read this shit post that's, like, mm. 20 pages long? Mm-hmm. And the people quit cameo. They're like, fuck this. I'm not dealing with your bullshit anymore. Yeah. 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 That'd be a... Interesting gig just to have people request you saying fucking dumb shit all day and make hundreds of dollars. I mean, that's that's just what the world is now, isn't it? It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that'll uh, that'll do. Um, yep. Got anything you want to plug? Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Check us out. It would be nice podcast. We're on Twitter now. It would would be nice pod um, on Instagram, of course. If you like what you hear, let us know. Strange Film Studios, we got The Gifted coming out. We're shooting with old Ginger Lynn here in the next few weeks. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And then we got The Extravaganza coming up in June. Tickets are on sale now. And uh, we'll catch you next time. This, uh, I don't know. Oh, you, you, you gave a look. I was like. No, I was. I, was, uh, I don't know why I looked over like that. You're like, you're like, I thought you had a look like, what? Well, it would be nice. It would be nice. Bye.